This JT the Brick Legends moment is brought to you by M Resort, the official team headquarters hotel of the Las Vegas Raiders. On the subsequent kickoff, Jets teammates collided. The Raiders recovered the fumble for their second touchdown in nine seconds and went on to win by 11 points. And the Oakland Coliseum became an enormous secret love-in called the Heidi Bowl. We knew that we won the game. The people in the stadium knew we won the game. But the people that were watching on television across the country thought that the Jets won and we lost. John Madden on the Heidi game. Historic moment in Raider history. We're waiting on Preston Huber, who's supposed to join us. He scored the final touchdown in that game. That is Raider history on steroids. That's a big moment in Raider history. So we'll get this gentleman on who is 77 years old. I love when I interview some of the older gentlemen who played for the Raiders and are a part of history. So we'll check in with him. Jeff Sherman joins us from the Westgate coming up here in a little bit. Darren Millard at the top of the hour for the Golden Knights, which we're excited about. I mean, we have a lot of big, big content coming to you here. And tomorrow I host a show from the Raiders. Vinny Bonsignor will join me in studio and we'll do a deep dive on OTAs and everything that went down over the last couple of weeks. Raiders great attendance and how great the Raiders have been and how active they've been. Under John Gruden, who's there, who looks good, how they're breaking in new players. I'm excited to talk about the Raiders as I'll be around the facility tomorrow as we have a lot going on. Also, we're giving away two tickets today to the grand opening of Virgin Hotels. Remember when Virgin Hotels opened, it was a soft opening. We did the first show from there. Now the big opening with Christina Aguilera Thursday night. There's boxing there on Friday. It's going to be a really big weekend at Virgin. Brought to you by the M Resort and Casino. Preston Reidelhuber joins us. Preston, an honor to talk to you. Thanks for joining us, sir. My pleasure, my pleasure. How At this age, it's a pleasure to talk to anybody. <laughs> yes, it's thrilling to talk to you. Before we get to the Heidi game, and everybody knows you from that game, you had a hell of a career at the University of Georgia. Tell me about your career in college and how you came to the AFL and NFL draft of 1966 and how your pro career started. Well, um, we were uh, active. I kind of chuckle when I hear these players and coaches talking when coaches get fired and players don't know what to do and they're transferring and getting a transfer portal because their coach got fired. Well, that happened to us after my sophomore year. Uh, uh, Vince Dooley came in uh, for my junior and senior year at University of Georgia. And the rules started to change in college football uh, when I was a freshman. Of course, freshmen were ineligible when, in 1962 when I was a freshman. But as a sophomore, you played uh, college football. You played offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in 64, they started moving toward, uh, well, I just used the term free substitution. And um, my senior year, it was total uh you could swap players at any time unlike you could when i was a freshman and sophomore and coach dooley and his staff he hired two uh he brought in two of the best coordinators in college football at that time i've asked him did he know what he was doing or was it dumb just dumb blind luck uh he brought in erskine russell and his brother bill dooley 
Erskine Russell was defensive coordinator, and Bill Dooley was the offensive coordinator. Our offense was very simplistic. We we were an option team. I never once in two years playing quarterback ever dropped back to throw a football. Uh, when I was playing for Vince, it was you were either running to the right or running to the left, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always an option. And then when I was, uh, we had pretty good teams. My senior year, we got to fourth in the nation, but we didn't have a lot of depth, and then everybody started getting hurt. Oh, the wheels kind of came off the track. Uh, We wound up having a pretty good year, but not what it could have been. Anyway, um, I was drafted back then. I think they had 12 uh, rounds, 12 12 or 13, 14 rounds. Mm -hmm. But you got to remember, there were two separate leagues. There was the AFL and the NFL. There was, what, 15 teams in the NFL and eight, I believe, in the AFL. And uh, so I was a 10th-round draft choice in the NFL by the 49ers. And I was about 168 by the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, and so, you know, you're in the fourth round now. You're 160 something, so they're just 32 teams drafting, and so they, the 49ers didn't know what I was going to do. They put me at, I played tight end, I played flanker, I played halfback, and the 49ers at that day and time, their whole offensive theory in the backfield John Brody was a quarterback they had what they called the baby bulls they were all big ball players right the uh, average running back weighed about 230 I think mm-hmm. I was about 210 uh oh, I got John David Crow was in that yeah that was John and David then, that was a great team those are those some great players on that team yeah uh oh. let's see uh Bernie Casey was a wide receiver. Uh, Dave Parks was a wide receiver. Right. Uh, Ken Willard was a running back. I played against Ken Willard when he was at North Carolina. Gotcha. So, uh, and I had two teammates. I had two Georgia teammates on that team. Uh, Wayne Swinford and Jim Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne was a defensive back, and Got Jim it. Wilson was a guard. And then uh, back then they also – you could only have 40 players on a team. Well, just my luck, I was the 41st player. <laughs> and uh, I was there until the Monday before the first game. Got it. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't there. And then the Falcons called me, and I went and played with the Falcons in 66. And uh, I did all right. Uh Preston, I gotta keep. I, mo- I got Preston. I gotta keep moving. I gotta get to the Raiders here because I have limited time. Okay. T- tell me about. Tell me about the legendary touchdown in the Heidi game and how that game developed with Joe Namath and the Jets in town. The importance of that game, the rivalry, and what happened when your name was called on. Walk me through the end of that game. Well, uh, we're sitting on the sideline and. I kept saying to myself, we're going to win the game. We're going to win the game. And as it got late in the game, I kept saying, we're going to win the game, but I don't know how we're going to win the game. 
And, of course, we didn't know that the game was taken off television at 7 o'clock in the east, 4 o'clock in the west. And, uh, of course, Charlie Smith scores, and then we kick off, and, uh, gosh, they're they're bouncing the ball all around the field. They keep dropping it and hitting it. And it just was one of those things where I was coming in and things flashed through your mind so quick. I, I, I scooped the ball up, and I didn't know if I could I get my rules mixed up. Sure, I could run into the end zone with the ball, but I tried to scoop it and make it look like one motion where I could go from the two-yard line into the end zone, look like one motion for the touchdown, and – of course, we win the game, and had it not been taken off television, it would have just been another great ending to a ball game. But it was very crucial for us, if I remember correctly, because we had to win out. Right. Uh, I think New York had pretty much the East wrapped up, but we went a battle with Kansas City uh, for the West, and we had to win out. And, of course, back in those days, uh, there was no tiebreaker. And uh, we won. uh, They beat us at their home. We beat them at our home. And um, uh, we wound up dead even for uh, for the season. And so we had a playoff game. And the interesting thing about that playoff game, that was the first playoff game. Right. If If you go back and think about it, there were no playoff games. I mean, the East played the West, and the winner went to the Super Bowl. But as far as playoff games, and then they saw the league and television saw the interest in playoff games, and pretty soon there were big playoff games. Absolutely, that you but, were a big uh, you were a big part in that team in that era of NFL AFL history. Preston Riddle Huber's our guest. Preston, as we wrap this up, there's Al Davis, there's Mark Davis, Oakland, LA, and now Vegas. What does it mean to you to be an alumni and a member of this organization who participated in one of the greatest plays in Raider history? Well, it, it's. Uh... It's one of those. It's amazing to me, having gone around the country, and of course, after I left uh, Oakland, I was up in Buffalo. But in Atlanta, wherever I've been, wherever you go, there are Raider fans, and I know that they're crazy in uh, Oakland, and I'm assuming they're going to be crazy there in L.A. Also, I mean in Las Vegas also. So, but there are Raider fans everywhere. And when people find out I played for the Raiders, oh, they want to talk, talk, talk. And, of course, <laughs> you can listen to me right now, and you know I like to talk to them. So. But they, uh, they, uh, it's amazing to me, uh, the, the Raider fans and the passion that people have for the Raiders around the country. And I, I look back and I think, well, maybe it was because of the way we played back then and some of the characters we had on our team, we had some characters. And I love every one of them today. Uh, it's, it's amazing. I, I keep thinking about those t- teammates. And, of course, uh, a lot of them are gone, but a lot of them are still around. And it's amazing when I think about the players that I played with. And, uh, and uh, Al and, uh, of course, I remember Mark. Yes. Mark is Mark is li- Mark is listening, and Mark is really happy that you're doing this, and so are the alumni. So, 
We wanted to thank you for coming on. We can't wait to host you in Vegas. Hopefully you're coming out here with your family. You could see Allegiant Stadium well, I, and we can I, do this. Well, they called me and told me that they were putting bricks down for everybody. Yes. Uh, that had been Raiders, and they sent me a copy of the brick, and I kept telling my wife, I said, they're going to put mine in the urinal, I know. So. <laughs> It's right out front, Preston. The guy who scores the final oh, okay. touchdown in the Heidi game, everyone is going to be at your brick. Hey, I got to run, but thanks for doing this. We we are honored to talk to you. My first time interviewing you. We'll get you on a podcast and do it when we have more time. That'll be great. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Preston Huber, who scored the final touchdown in the Heidi game. One of the most important moments, iconic moments in Raider history.